Mic check, one, two, three, one, two, three. Welcome to another episode of Knives Monroe versus the podcast. I am your host, Knives Monroe. How you guys doing? Hopefully you're doing well. Claire, thanks Hi. for coming on the show. I think this is the fourth time, so you're my number one guest. And thank you so much for coming on, man. I appreciate you coming on on quarantine. So here we are. There's nobody else I'd want to be quarantined with, baby. So how you doing? Good, good. Okay, cool. Um... I personally have felt like we've, well, me, um, I've gone radio silent on the podcast. This is episode 90. Wow. And today was actually, no, tomorrow was supposed to be episode 100. I don't know if you knew that, but I haven't done a podcast um, in a while. And it's because I don't really know how I feel about this whole quarantine thing. Um, there are some cities that are in genuine lockdown. And so it's strange because I'm not technically in a lockdown. You know, we're not in a lockdown technically. Like if we have to go to the grocery store, we still can. Um, but it's a, it's a strange time right now. And things are changing every minute, every hour, every day. And so I haven't really felt... Um, like an expert on talking about that. I'm just a dumb creative after all. So I wanted to, it to build up into like this big critical mass and have a very special reason to, to do episode 90. So having you on, we pulled some questions. It's a, it's a good time to do this. Um, it's Saturday night. And so we, mm -hmm. you know, we're doing it live, which mm, this might be the first live podcast that I've done um, for my show. So this is, this is a big event and um, I'm happy to do this. What's what's on your mind right now? Um, I mean, I guess there's a lot going on out there. Um, like you said, we've been I mean, I know you've been home for quite some time because there's downtime with your work. It's the first time that I've been home this long. I feel very lucky to still have my job. We're allowed to work from home. Um, it just it makes me anxious, all these things. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. And I try not to consume myself with all the news, try to take a lot of breaks from it. Um, but you know, every day it's something else. Yeah. You know, that's the other thing. Um, we were talking about it yesterday. I'm, you know, not everybody is as fortunate as us. And some people have you know, children that are, that have autoimmune diseases or uh, a parent or grandparent that's in their household that's very susceptible to illness or what have you, you know, there's people that aren't as fortunate as us. And so I feel, I mean, I wake up every day and I, and I thank God and I'm grateful and I feel very privileged, but now more than ever, do I feel like you know, here's a good example. You know, Gal Gadot and all those celebrities made this corny ass video that just <laughs> did, you know, was very tone deaf. 
And it, I just kind of felt like I needed a good laugh, even though that wasn't the desired effect. But I also felt like these celebrities, I shut the fuck up. I don't care what you have to say right now. Nobody's thinking like Sean Penn. What is he thinking right now? I need to know. They don't have any answers. They're just in the woods as all of us. And I'm also in the woods. And so I don't feel, you know, like I have the authority to to really speak out of turn here because like you mentioned, you and I both work virtually, mobily, and you know, we set ourselves up that way, I think. And I never thought that this would happen. Who who could have? Right. Um, but we're we're very lucky and so to me, like, I low-key feel, you know, I had some reservations, which is why I've been dark on my daily podcast on on doing this, because I didn't really, I didn't basically want it to feel like a flex, you know? Like, I didn't want it to feel like, we're fucking good, my children are great, and they're great. The kids are smiling and happy, and I haven't heard Aiden laugh this much ever on this break. This is his, technically, it's a spring break, even though now it's extended, <clears throat> But the kids are good, and so I'm I'm happy about that. You know, um, there's a lot to be grateful for, but I don't. But I also, you know, and then in, in this weird position where I'm not going to stay guilty about my privilege. We have a responsibility to maximize our privilege and do something with the resources that we're lucky to have, and to do something about it. Um, I've been seeing you obsessed on. YouTube and TikTok about finding um, kind of like these DIY sort of solutions in this time, you know, uh, utilizing your your creative resources. And so what have you been working on with that? Um, I'm looking into there's these I know there's a need for masks, so I'm looking into creating there's a Facebook group that I just joined Um for people who want to create masks mm. for here in Austin. Um, so there's a template out there. We have a lot of, me and my mom have a lot of material. We have two sewing machines. So we just need to gather some more supplies. But um, we're going to, what I want to do is use that template and make these, these so they're covers for the masks, right? Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I guess they're just going to reuse them. I'm not sure how their process is. But a lot of people in Austin are also doing that. Mm. Um, a lot of like crafters. So I want to do that this weekend. And tomorrow I also want to create a video. Mm-hmm. You know, a how-to video. Yeah. Specifically for this type of mask. Okay. And you said that there was a group page that was created overnight, right? Yeah. It, it was created like Thursday. And I think by now it has almost like a thousand people. Wow. And that's fast. And that's the thing, you know, um, this is an, enough of a negative negative event to to knock me off my, my course, you know, like as a manic depressive. Like this is enough to be like, I'm going to not just stay quarantined in the house, but stay inside my room mm-hmm. and not leave, you know. And so I'm trying my best to, as a provider, like I, I'm not even entertaining that. Um, but there's a lot of people who are, spinning this into a positive, doing something good about it. And I think everybody can do something, you know? Like, if you're one of those toilet paper hoarders, give somebody a roll. Like, give a few people some rolls, you know? Like, if you have extra bars of soap or clothes that you don't need, you know, wash them and 
you know, help, help somebody out. Like everybody can do something. Um, it's strange. Like we're in a fortunate time where the internet's connecting us with everybody and it's great at the same time. Like everybody's confused at the same time Mm -hmm. because everybody's watching the same things and there's so much opinion out there. Um, so how have you, how have you been dealing with siphoning through the positivity and the bullshit? Cause there's, there's plenty of bullshit, isn't there? Yeah, no. Um, I will take some time in the morning to see, you know, what updates there are like on Twitter, um, Facebook or whatever, but then I will take a break from that. And just kind of go off and do my own thing. So just like distract myself. Like I've been baking a lot. I've been cooking a lot. Um, Just doing other things to get my mind off of it. So I do allow myself some time to be like in the real world. And then I'll distract myself so that I'm not constantly consumed by by all this, all these, these news articles. And it's overwhelming. It can get overwhelming. Totally. 100%. You know, I had a busy season the you know q4 of 2019 going on all these trips and getting out of my comfort zone and all that and it's like this state of like go 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 and then there was a crash when i was done mid-november and so i wasn't mentally prepared for staying inside and preparing for the new quarter right for my job which requires a lot of travel and uh, a lot of socializing and we do a uh, for hiring your heroes the company i work with we do a lot of hiring fairs so i'm interfacing with hundreds of people mm-hmm. and i couldn't wait two weeks ago we we did a an event in florida my first time ever in tampa and it was awesome i was there for two or three days i didn't feel bad and i was like <clears throat> i'm ready to get back to work i was like I was angsty, you know, nessio is what you would say. <laughs> and and I came back and and then I had my schedule, you know, and I was going to be traveling every week, you know, I was going to go go I was going to go to Jacksonville the next week. Oh no. And I was going to go to um I was going to go to Chicago after that and all those plans were just um postponed. And so I'm lucky that I work for an organization that's able to adapt and overcome and is in constant problem-solving mode and also not just thinking about itself, putting its employees employees first for sure, but also thinking about the future and still building for the future. And it's really inspiring. But, you know, I was cut off guard just two weeks ago, didn't see any of this coming. And so I had like one respite of getting out and like working and doing cool stuff, like what I meant for living my dream, my passion. Um, and then we're back into being a recluse. And so I've been having these strange existential um, like nightmares that this is somehow all my fault. I know I know it's not. Right. But, but my dreams like are, are tying this all together. Like, haha, now everybody feels stuck like you now and now everybody has to feel that and it's like it's really irrational and it's really un it's an untrustworthy um like narrative in my brain when i'm having these dreams but it's just been so stressful and it's all unconscious because during the day i'm pretty good 
you know, but uh, I cannot fucking wait to go back to work. And that's yeah. that's a luxury. I think I think there we're are all people looking that were, forward to that. There were people who were laid off and now, you know, some of them, unfortunately, are stuck at what next? What yeah. do I do now? And I have a lot of empathy for them. Like, I, I, I'm not in a position to bitch and I'm not going to, you know, right. even though I'm claustrophobic and I was trying to write a poem last night. I stayed up until four in the morning and I couldn't do it because I suck. And I was trying to write a poem about being an extrovert, being an extrovert um, and being stuck. Oh, God. I knew it. I knew it. I should just rebrand this podcast. No. The How Long Before Claire Needs to Pee podcast. Jesus Christ. I was trying to write a poem about being an extrovert and um, um, and being quarantined. You know, you'll see these little memes, these posts about think about your extrovert friends. And, and I would say, fuck us. It will be fine. You know, being claustrophobic is is okay. It's not the end of the world. But um, at the same time, it's a bummer, man. Um, I, I'm ready to go, 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 go. And so anything that I can do to keep my mind at feeling productive, like now's the time. And so this also isn't the time to talk about my um, creative endeavors, which is like what this whole podcast is about. Episode 90, I'm happy to be doing this. I love what I do. I'm, I'm grateful to have this platform to be able to um, inspire, educate, inform, and and activate dormant creatives. That's what I live for. It's what I love to do. But I know a lot of photographers, a lot of traveling videographers right now who who will not be able to pay their bills in a couple of months if this lockdown and 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 canceling travel and and locking down the border in both Canada and Mexico if they're not able to to work and make money things are going to be really the things are going to be really really rough for the creative middle class and that's those are my people right and so that's why I'm talking about them and emphasizing them that's the the group the tribe that i'm a part of i'd like to think but i also know that there's so many people in the service industry who are being impacted and i went on a podcast recently talking about this epidemic and how i'm not necessarily scared about dying getting sick and dying i'm pretty good at like staying indoors and i haven't been sick in 12 years but at the same time i I saw this uh, about a month ago. I knew that it was going to impact the economy and jobs. And I also knew that people had been comfortable for a while and, and nobody, including myself, was ready for this. Um, and so that's where my mind has been as well and thinking about people who, who have been laid off. So reach out to me if you, if you have been because I'm curious. I've seen a few friends on my Facebook who who just got fired today and it's rough and I feel so bad. Um, but I'm a problem solver. And so I can't, I can't uh, live in just staying bad, you know? So, um, Sean Gonzalez says my spare clothes are my spare toilet papers. That's what I'm going to do. No. Yeah. When we don't have toilet paper anymore, I'm just going to use towels. We're good. 
we're good for now but we're good for now but i'm gonna use towels um they say we make a great team uh, no cabin fever yet for you guys no not really i'm i'm a homebody so i like being home same so it's like oh. same um but at the same time like i get intellectually stimulated and charged up interfacing with other humans no yeah and i think i think and so i need them i think vibes. we all we all need that um i think one thing i i do miss right now is just being able to go to the movies yeah you know it's a bummer that the last thing even though i liked it that we saw was sonic why is that a bummer it was a good movie it was a good movie i enjoyed it but it's like well, it was a wild we had planned back. to we had we had planned we were going to go see the invisible man and then it was like maybe we should get a refund on our tickets and and that was a bummer way of being like now we can't go no it wasn't that one mm -hmm. it was another one wasn't it mm -mm. it was that oh onward is we're that gonna, what we're it's gonna called? see okay Pixar's, yeah that, that one Pixar movie yeah um marcus groucho i don't go back to work till april 5th as of now but who knows i mean everything's tbd everything's yeah. dot 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 to be determined i mean we don't know you know our kids are supposed to go back to school april 6th which is a monday i don't know if that's actually going to happen you know who's to say who's to it's say another, another two weeks yeah i'm not i mean I, we can't guarantee that i can totally see our school district um postponing that and saying yeah two more weeks or four more weeks or for the rest of the year i think dallas canceled it for the rest of the year i think so too and a lot of universities around the u.s have moved to virtual classes doing classes online so nobody's on campus um, we, we don't know william glenn russell says i'm getting major ideas for new screenplays so cut me off, okay? But mini rant. I'm gonna go on a mini rant. <laughs> I was um, when when I was traveling to Florida a couple weeks ago. I had this idea for a new screenplay, and I was gonna look at her. How she just goes on her phone. She couldn't wait. She's gonna tune out. She doesn't understand that podcast. That it's an art of listening. I you know I've been I've been home with you. She's heard this. I probably heard this like three times already. This is an ex perfect example of it, like extrovert saying "feed me," <laughs> and an introvert being like, "I'm I'm good." I've got my fill. Um, I was writing a screenplay and I was going to produce a movie and I was already location scouting and um, I had actors on standby and I was ready to put money into this thing and I was getting so excited and I was going to start filming mid-april and um gonna enter into a film festival oh yeah yeah and i had an idea too and it just a nice little idea that i had and and it you know couldn't can't really get anything off the ground at this point look we have these lying around at the house so that's cool and i just ordered a bunch too so we don't have to leave um and so now like let's be real as of right now like the the emotional consciousness of america oh brian kern friend of the show has his own podcast the common chaos podcast check it out he he calls this the awakening like the epidemic like like in the historical awakening well you know how there was like an, an enlightenment yeah oh yeah yeah that right he calls this the awakening and i that rubs me like hits all my pleasure zones in my brain like it rubs me the right way christina aguilera genie in the bottle 
And so I'm going to refer to this as like the awakening, but I got to give Brian the credit he deserves. Writing a screenplay and like spending money and on gear and all this stuff, like it just feels like it's so irrelevant and like bad timing. And it's like almost like it's in poor taste doing that. Who the fuck? I asked my followers on Facebook, hey, who would, how much money would you pay to, to watch a movie that I made? And some people, and I said anywhere between one to ten dollars. And some people were really cool, and they said ten. And I kind of doubt that. Like, <laughs> you know how much soap and you know cool like essential stuff, ramen right. that you could buy with ten bucks. Like, keep your money. But some filmmakers said, well, I'd, "I'd buy a dollar." And I'm like, for the filmmakers that said they'd spend a dollar on, and they know how hard it is to make a movie. Like, I couldn't help but just feel like, well, then who the hell would ever invest in you? This is a bad time for this. It's a hard time for dreamers, man. Um, my friend Gian, quarantine feels like a normal day inside, but outside, it's just heavy. Um, Pablo, why can't that loser virus get its own DNA replication? Honestly, see, that's already above my pay grade. Like, I don't even know what that means. That's I'm a... I'm a writer, like I'm a, I take photos, you know, I don't know what that means. I, I, how does viruses work? I, I don't know. Um, Serge, you wanted to watch There Will Be Blood. We did see There Will Be we Blood. We did watch it. It was my delightful. Mom, my mom watched it too. She got all into it. She was just like, I don't know. I think Aiden spilled something. We had to like, you know, pause oh, yeah. the movie, interrupted it. Um, yeah, he broke a glass. Broke a glass. He did what my mom normally does. Oh, gosh. With a few drinks in her. Sorry, Tommy. Just kidding. JK. Um, but no, we got to see their OB blood. So that was delightful. Um, being able to watch stuff. But here's the thing. We saw Fight Club today. Like I'm just re-watching movies that I've I mean, we went seen. through all of Shit's Creek today. Well, not oh, yeah. all of it. The last season today. Yeah, that was cool. And I'm keeping track of everything we watch. That was cool. Um, I'm going to... It's funny. Okay, so let me let me ask you a question. Um, do you have any theories on on where this is gonna go? Say, what is May? What do you think May is gonna look like? Um, think people. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to tell. I'm hoping by the summer, things are a little bit better. Um. I mean, I, I don't, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. Um, I have no idea. Like it's, I'm a goal oriented person. I center my entire brain around, okay, what's the project that I'm going to throw myself in? What are my, um, assignments at work that I can just lose myself in? And I'm trying to collect as many of those as possible because the future is pretty uncertain. Um, when you went to the bathroom, which, guys, I guarantee you she's going to go one more time. One more time? Okay. I guarantee it. Um, <laughs> but when, when you are in the bathroom, I was saying, I know a lot of creatives, the creative middle class, that's going to be hit by this. And, of course, um, yeah. I didn't want to go all in. Hey, what's up, Shane? It's good to see you. Shane's going to start a new podcast um, soon. William Glenn Russell, terrible time for finding investors. Um, that's going to have to go into hibernation for now. Um, Serge, watch The Office again. I never have to see The Office again. I don't think I've seen it all. <laughs> I've seen clips and episodes, but not from the beginning. I, Were we watching like 30 Rock? We tried it, yeah. 
Very I, dated. I, I, I'll go back to it. Tina Fey is, she's got, it, the humor is, is dated. Yeah, she it gets is. off, she gets like a free pass for um, like homo, what do you call it? Um, phobic, homophobic jokes and like racist jokes and like transphobic jokes. But I, I guess that was like low hanging fruit for everybody in 2006. So I don't know if we let her off the hook there, but um, I'd, I'd keep watching also, 30 that, Rock. Also that it's character funny. was just dated also that single like 30 something year old in the city who can't find a date or a husband very sex in the city brian kern he wants us to w- watch the office i mean i've i've seen it you know like I've, it's not one of those like happy pills that like ding 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 <laughs> i can just keep going back and like you know i it, it took me out of like my great depression of 2008 when I had the box set, like the DVDs, when the show was like at season five airing, and it saved me. It's it, and, but I'm telling you, I I fished that lake dry. I can't go back to the office. It's not The Simpsons. It's not Evergreen, you know. And then Christmas break, we spammed the fuck out of The Simpsons. Yeah, we did. So we got to find another show. I'm good. I'm actually rewatching The Leftovers, which I probably shouldn't be doing. But Not a wise choice. I can't. I can't be there for all that. That yeah, one's tough. It to me, this is like um, the Nine Inch Nails. Like uh, I hurt myself today to see if I still feel. Okay. This is like there's some shows out there that are equivalent to cutting yourself. Um, <laughs> gosh, I was I was going on like oh this creative thing. So to all the creatives that are out there, and I feel bad because this podcast is about is about that, but. Um, I want to go on the record and say it just because I know I'll reflect on this and look back and see how I feel about it later. But um, I'm sorry that this podcast is visually like glitching. I'm going to say that. Oh, did you know that the max length is eight hours? That's good to know. What? um, For the Facebook. Some people told me it was an hour. It's eight hours. That's what I thought. Oh, to be live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. So for those that like it's a little spotty. Why is this happening? um like I, if it go the uh, the video the our audio is fine okay yeah yeah don't worry about that it's just uh the 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 stream is glitchy and I, I don't know why but we're back um so for all my creatives out there that are that are struggling with what am I going to do with my clients and you know I had this uh training program and you know my education like my business so many bankrupt businesses are going to go bankrupt and we have a business as well and we'll be fine but you know because i think we're very lucky in that i i work virtually anyways you know like i work mobily anyways um with clients but the creative middle class had it good for a very long time and since brian's on here i don't know if he's watching right now um but you had said on a podcast going into 2020 about Will this decade be the roaring 20s, you know, where things are just like, wow, so good and everything and it's just decadence. And I, I felt that last year that, no, that was the decade that we were just leaving. That was just the decade that we were in. Biggest bull market in history and everybody got fat and people were making, everybody had CEO in their bio and Life was just so good for too long that I knew that we were going to get kicked in the fucking mouth. I didn't know it was going to happen like this and so soon. Right. I mean, it happened in January. We didn't have a moment. And um, 
And so for my creatives out there, I have to tell you that it's okay that life and business is going to suck dick for a while. And it is. Don't take it personally. Evolve, adapt, be flexible, and innovate. And you have to figure out how to recession-proof and future-proof your business. Um, that'll add more value to your clients in the future and the not-too-distant future. But just for everybody out there, like that's just something that I don't want to be the Gal Gadot and, and say it at the wrong time. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's Saturday night live here at the Monroe House, and I'm, I'm starting to feel it. So for all my creatives out there, we just came from the the Roaring Twenties. That was my twenties, actually, growing up. It's gonna be thirty two, in uh, on Monday. Even though I felt like I've been thirty two for two years, um, but yeah, I needed to get that off my chest because I felt this. I felt this a few weeks ago, you know. And uh, it's gonna get worse before it gets better. The government doesn't have a timeline and doesn't mm -mm. have a Everybody just assumes that we're going to go back to the way things were. There is no going back to the way things were. We were talking about this earlier. I think the marijuana conversation, how like, how dumb does it feel to have that conversation now? It feels like that's at the bottom of priorities. Yeah, let's just legalize it. That's nothing <laughs> into comparison. Like, yeah. um, all the anti-vaxxers, they quiet as fuck, like... They got nothing to say. So it's like, cool, we, we um, I think, debunked that. <laughs> Let's move on to the next thing, you know. Um, and so I just don't think there's going, you know, people got very comfortable, myself included. Like, everybody did. We got spoiled, especially in this country. And so things are going to be weird and hard for a while. And so batting down the hatches, I don't think it's going to get to a place where we're going to have to eat each other and whoever has the biggest shotgun wins and it's not going to be that it's just it's just a it's just another great depression <laughs> that's it that's it but it's mental you know there's going to be there's going to be um a lot of uh, there's going to be growing pains yeah for definitely. sure and 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 people are going to have it harder than others and so the people that are fortunate enough um that are swimming uh, above the water right now have a responsibility to to help their their fellow humans out and now's our time to shine and so i hope people are actually doing that i want to see that i want to do that you know we're trying to make an impact in our own little way and what claire's doing with you know making those uh, masks and how a thousand people overnight in a in a austin group page are getting on the same page here like is inspiring so more of that we need to we need to use our forces and our skill sets for good not just for our own benefit like i need to make money right and i do i do want to mention this other group page that i ha i guess i didn't really maybe i never looked it up in the valley but when i moved we moved into this house i you know i joined like the facebook group neighborhood page right right because i'm there and yeah. uh bunch of moms no i mean it's it's our neighbors you know um but moms. there's a buy nothing facebook group for our neighborhood and that's in like a lot of neighborhoods so mm. if you you know if it's in your neighborhood i'd suggest you join 
um, and they're buying so they're buying nothing groups, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much like people giving away things that they don't need, and mm-hmm. you do like a porch pickup, like hey, you post pictures of all the stuff that you need, and somebody replies, and they're like hey, I'll leave it out for you. Mm-hmm. So I've picked up a couple things. Um, I've also posted a bunch of things that we didn't need, and a lot of people responded. People give away food as well. I've seen a lot of like leftover pizza. It's like, hey, I don't want this pizza anymore. It's from last night. Does anybody want it? And people will pick it up. You know, there's, I mean, and so in that group now, there's a lot of, hey, I'm going to the store. Does anybody need anything? And there'll be replies or, hey, like you post in the group page saying, don't go to HEB right now. There's nothing there. There's not a lot of people or Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever it is. Um, I just wish I had joined in my other neighborhoods, like the other places that we lived. In the in the past. Yeah. You know, like our old apartment or even in the valley. Um, and so it's just people exchanging things, you know, like mm-hmm. try to reduce um, your purchases and buying stuff. And I really, I really like that group. Um, that's, that's a, it's funny, like that's using technology for, for good. And I think the way that it was intended um, to help people, to help your neighbors. Yeah. And people offer services as well. Like, like what? Um, I did see one of the, one of the ones that kind of stood out to me was someone offering like, uh, not haircuts, but like hair coloring kind of thing. Like I do hair. Oh, really? Yeah. Or or you can even ask like, Hey, ask, I'm looking for this. Like I'm looking for someone to do my hair or I'm looking for someone to cut my yard, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so just people like willing to give something their services or whatever they need or offering something. Hold hold that thought. I'm going to I'm gonna restart this stream. What does that mean? It looks like to me that we're frozen. Um but just oh. hold that thought. But so they can hear us? I don't know. I I want them to be able to. <laughs> um so guys, if you can if you're listening, please let me know. I see that there's people that are still tuned into the stream, but I don't know why I'm getting these technical difficulties. And um, it looks okay. I think we're do. I think we're okay. It's just frozen on my end, right? Um, can you guys leave a comment or like, I don't know, an emoji or some shit? Let me know that this is still going because technically over here things are crazy. Um, like I said, I've never done this before, so here we go. Um, but yeah. There's, I wish I could do more, you know, um, like I kind of want to take a, like maybe we take a poll around the neighborhood and see if people, everybody has something that they need. Oh, she said it's still going. Okay. Okay, Good. Um, I don't care if I can't see myself. That's fine. As long as everybody else is good. Um, yeah. Like, do you think everybody on, on this block is on that, on that group? I know our n- neighbors to the right and to the left and then like a house down. Yeah. Cause I've seen, I've seen them post, you know, so it's like, an, like, na- like the, what's that app called? Nate, uh, next door. Okay. So it's kind of like that, but you know, with yeah. things. Yeah. That's helpful. I think now's the time to, if you don't know your neighbor and the Valley, our Valley audience, they, they might know each other. Um, right. Right. But, um, now's the time to get to know your neighbor, even if you're in an apartment. And I think, I think there's a way to do that while social distancing. 
um, and being respectful about that as well. But just making sure that, honestly, what if somebody needs to use the Wi-Fi? Yeah. Right? Um, and so on. Like, there's, if we're taking care of our community, we will be fine. You know? Um, I think it would, even, I have a pretty good imagination, but I can't see this getting Mad Max level. No, I don't think it would get that way. In America, you know, and in Texas alone, but in America, I can't see that happening. Um, Insofar as we're bartering for water, there's no electricity. I don't see us going backwards in that way. No, right. And I think think what you had said earlier that you were comfortable, I think people are comfortable with the way we live now. And I definitely don't think people are going to want to go backwards. I know there are a lot of people that have like their own little gardens and they compost and, you know, upcycle. And and I love that. I love that stuff. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there are people who don't. And I mean, if I didn't, I wouldn't want to go backwards either, you know? Yeah, that makes me want to make a garden. I've always wanted to have a garden. I know, but like what kind of stuff? Like I hear spinach is I have a, easy I have a list of things that are like that grow quickly or faster than the other so things. I, like lettuce and spinach. I, I hear spinach, carrots, kale. Oh, dude, you know what I would fucking love? <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? I don't know because you got so enthusiastic about it. Okay, let's make a game out of it. Okay. Um, guess the vegetable I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um... It's not an avocado. That's a fruit. It's not a lemon. That's a fruit. Um, Vegetable? Okay, okay spoilers. Just Be- beets. Beets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking that's on the beets, list, too. Man. Oh, beets, yeah. Every time you go, shit. Every time you go get, uh, where do you, what's that place? Juiceland or whatever? Juiceland, baby. Yeah. Yeah, Juiceland. Um, Got to put some beets in that. Mm. We can make some beets, <laughs> kale, spinach. Right from your own garden. You don't have to pay $12 to juice land. Yeah. And plus you have some... Kale sucks. Kale uh, sucks. If you, if you... What do you call it? Uh, juice that? Yeah. I'll just drink kale, man. But I ain't... Dude, kale sucks. <laughs> kale's I like don't like the, the taste of it. Kale's the biggest spam. I think, I think like Chipotle was offering it, like superfoods. I just... I can't. I have to eat like the romaine lettuce. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. People in, in this comment section right now are so pro beets <laughs> and it makes me so happy. I don't happy. think I've ever had any. What? No, I, I don't know. What about uh, yams? Yams are good. But have you had a yam? You've never had beets? Like, I don't think so. I don't know be- how, how to eat them or like what to eat them with. I don't know about you, but I just <laughs> take a bite out of a beet uh, like a man and I just... <laughs> I just swallow it. I guess but I'll try that. Beats are the shit, and uh, Gan is right, and there's no doubt about that. Um, I'm so proud of this, <laughs> of this stream. Just how pro beat these com- this comment section is. It makes me so happy. So, yeah, that's got to be a garden. We need to do that. Everybody should do that. Could you imagine? Yeah, I have. A list of things, and I want to compost too. I just need to get the thing. Compost, yeah, we should do that. Um, random, no one's gonna care about this, but where the fuck is our dumpster? <laughs> I have no idea. Like, where's our dumpster? Someone took it. Our trash can, you mean? Our trash can. I yeah. don't know. Someone took our trash can. Unless they who, took it back. Who takes the trash can? 
I, I, I need it back. They left the recycling one there, but they took our trash can. <laughs> Anyways. You know, I, there's a lot of people that don't have recycling. Of course. You know. Yeah, we grew up from the valley. Everybody needs to know right now that Claire and I are, are two Donna folk. You know, before, people, th- before people think we're super fancy or whatever it's like nah no no like last we came year, from dirt it was like 29 the beginning of 2019 i saw like kristen bell's story about instagram story about doing like one thing that's like environmental friendly like one one thing a week yeah right and i was like okay i can do that one thing like i'll just pick one thing and do it and i started recycling and i did not realize mm. how much fucking trash we produce a lot of trash a lot That's and like a us. lot of it's plastic and i've gotten really good at i mean we have two trash cans now so that's right and every week there's one for trash and one for recycling mm-hmm. i would like one for well, not a trash can for compost, but an air, you know, have a little bin for compost. I just haven't done it outside yet. So can you remind me what a, what composting is and what it's for? Because I'm a dumbass. Explain, so for, it, explain like it to me like I'm six. It's like you take your left, not left, not all the food, but like greens and browns. Yeah. And you can even like paper. When you say browns, you mean number like two? Pa- no, like paper towels, uh, leaves from the ground, or like leaves that are like kind of mushy or whatever. Oh. Um, biodegradables yes you paper plates that are like that you can put them in the compost and then you got to turn it sometimes you can put worms in there and so that you use that to feed like the grass you feed the plants soil so you just you're just putting it back you're just reusing it without having it to go to the landfill or wherever it goes what about um maxi pads no is there a way to diy tampons they do have the cup. That's what the cup is for. The cup? Yes. Oh, I don't know about the cup. You've never heard of the cup? I know for males, a cup when you're, you know, sparring. Wait, they do. I think they do have, they have pads that are reusable. You wash them. Really? I think so. But I know there's a cup, which is just a cup that like goes a, in. Like a. And it, you know, catches everything. And so you just take it out and rinse it and then put, put it back you in. You insert the cup? Yeah, inside like a tampon. Your, inside your vagina? Yeah. Is it like test tube length? No. Or is it like a teacup length? Like like a teacup. Like you Inside your vagina? Yeah, because it's flexible. So is you, it made out of plastic? I don't know what plastic? it's made out of. No. I don't know what it's made out it of. It can't be made out of glass. No. I don't know what it's made out of. Maybe somebody can tell me. So I'm stupid because I don't know about the cup, but you don't even know what it's made out of. I don't know. I've never used it. It doesn't sound, it doesn't sound healthy. Why? You don't even know what it's made out of. Well, I don't, but it, it, a lot of women use it because it's, you're not you throwing out a tampon or Stainless pad. steel? No, it's just like flexible plastic. I don't know what kind it is. So it is plastic. It's a plastic type. It's not good for the environment, plastic. Why not? Because it doesn't well, decompose. you don't know that. Plastic? No, the cup. The cup. Oh my gosh. Look it up, please. Okay. I don't know what it's made out of. Uh, no, I mean, so let us know about the cup, guys. <laughs> uh, men are not going to be able to help me here. But yeah, you know, um, William Glenn Russell talks about eggshells, banana peels, yes, yes. coffee grounds. Yeah, Coffee's big in this house, so. Very big in this house. Very, caffeine in general is very big in this house. Can't believe you never heard about the cup. I mean, what are some brands? Johnson and Johnson's The Cup? No, I don't know. I don't know the. Okay, look, I don't know because I don't get my period. 
Like okay, two so, years ago, I decided so I'm not getting you, my period. Like paint the picture. Like if I'm sharp, shark tank about the cup. I don't know too much about it because I don't use it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But women use it. That way they don't have to be buying p- tampons. Americans? And pads. Americans use this? No, all around the world. But, well, okay. Okay. The cup. <laughs> you know, we can Google this right now. You I'll go- Google, I'll Google it. it. I'll Google it. I'm not afraid. I mean, obviously it's safe for women to use. But I don't, I never looked into it. So, okay, back to what I was saying. I, yeah, I stopped getting my period. Yeah. Decided I'm not going to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. So I take birth yeah. control and I cycle through. Mm-hmm. What did my sister say there? Silicone. Okay. Oh, this? silicone. That's Shove it in. Shut up all the silicone you <laughs> God, want in yeah. there. It's fine. <laughs> oh my God. Silicone is fine. Like, put it all up in there. Everything. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's the point. Anyways. Yeah, I'm I, looking I at it. I take birth control and I cycle through it. So it looks I don't, like a, don't get my period at all. It looks like a okay. It looks like <laughs> it looks like a a butt plug slash flashlight slash oh my funnel God. slash funnel. A, a funnel, I guess. You telling me this I right here I, oh, doesn't look like I a guess flashlight? They changed design. Yeah, that one looks weird. That's a flashlight if I've ever seen one. God. The lily cup. Look at that. Okay, that one is a different. That I hadn't seen that design. That tell me, tell me that is not a flashlight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. A flesh funnel for your vagina. Man, you put it all up in there. I could see that. I mean, you're not supposed to. I mean, it's probably comfortable. Like you're not gonna like a tampon. You probably won't feel it. Look, this has a Buzzfeed's cosine, a menstrual cup to reduce both your period's overall carbon footprint. And your contribution to the two, oh my gosh, to the 20 billion pads, tampons, and applicators that will likely be dumped mm-hmm. in North American landfills in, two, in 2019. Ladies and gentlemen, the Lily Cup. Okay, if I'm Shark Tank, I'm in. Yeah, I mean, do you know how much money we spend on pads and tampons Oof. and ibuprofen? Oof. and? Not us, but I mean, women? You're including yeah, pe- me on the collective who, pe- women. People who get their period, yes. Females. People who get their period. Females. Yes, knives. Oh, I mean, how much do you think? A lot. A year. Expensive. A year. H- hundreds? Hundreds of dollars? I would say so. Claire's really good at math. I'm not. She's like an organizational fiend. And so she's on her calculator right now. I would say like a hundred bucks. But then a like. A year. A, maybe anywhere from 100 to 200 depending how long it lasts that's like netflix but then like then if it's really bad you take a day off so it's, just, it's so disruptive yeah so this is um like an eight dollar subscription service tampons for life well until you're what do you so call you, that menopause menopause yeah yeah not for life most of your life no but yes yeah wow oof <laughs> I learned something today. That's good to know. I, I never thought there was a, um, a a good for the a green solution for tampons. Uh huh. I've wondered about that. And how, how do you think like the homeless do it? I mean, you've been in the situation. You know what it's like. How tough it is where you don't have you know. Yeah, you have to you have to allocate some of your booze money for going inside an H-E-B and getting tampons and maxi pads. You have to do it if you're homeless. Yeah. But a lot of the female homeless are, they're done. Older? They're older. 
Oh. Yeah, mo- most of them in Austin. Uh, <laughs> I know half of them by name. So yeah, um, that looks like a flashlight. Either way, um, it's healthy that. for the environment. It's good for the carbon footprint. <laughs> and so, yeah, no, that's good to know. Yeah, so there are ways. Totally. There's this documentary I saw. Maybe somebody's seen it too about about making pads in I want to say India. It's like a 25 minute documentary. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. you saw it, right? Yeah. You see how hard it is to get so hard a pad out there. Yeah, hygiene and in like these. men don't even know what it's for, or what a period is, yeah. because they just been the culture is like we don't talk about that. Oh yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Over there, especially. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer, man. I, I, uh, I'm not super stoked about when our daughter's has her period and all that. I'm not that I'm going to opt out, but, (laughs) but like, you know, I don't have tons of history and experience to show her the best practices on what she should do. And also like, it's none of your business. So, well, it's none of your business either. No, but I'm. It's her business, but I'll be there if she's got a question. Yeah, yeah she'll lean on you for that. Um, but I'm not looking forward to it, you know, because it's just further. We're gonna be. She's less and less gonna be my best friend, and she's more and more gonna be like, "Oh, I don't want to talk about that, Dad, or whatever." And it's like, <laughs> damn it. Yeah. <laughs> we're watching that one show on Hulu right now. Um, pretty big fires. Little fires everywhere. And it's hard not to say big little lies. For sure. And like the little girl's very like, fuck you, dad. And it's like, oh, <laughs> I don't want that to be me because right now, and my five year old, we're so tight, man. It's just so good and it's cool and she's there and she can depend on me. And, you know, she, I'm still her best friend. But when she's like, fuck you, dad, it's going to not be fun. I'm not looking I forward to it. I see that a it. lot in like all the shows. The teenage, the teenage girls being like, I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. Which I get, obviously, right? Totally. Yeah. But I don't want that. <laughs> Aiden is not like that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. With right? me, he is. What? He's like, oh, my God, stop it. Well, he d- yeah, he does say that it's easier to talk to me than you. Well, that's what you think. You He's hear- told me that. You should hear the shit that we talk about behind your back. What do you talk about? You don't even want to know. Besides basketball and Mortal Kombat and... Oof. You don't even TikToks want to know. And it gets deep. Okay. It gets deep. Okay. And I give them all the, like, how to how to treat a lady, how to pick up a girl, how to treat her right. And it's just going to get deeper and deeper the older he gets. Okay. I can give him, I'm going to lay out the blueprint <laughs> on the table and be like, if you do that, I'm going to do that. <laughs> if you do that, I'm going to do that. You definitely don't want to do that. Right, right. And teach him everything that I know, and he's going to be a wizard. He picks up things. He picks it up. Yeah, but also his generate his generation sucks. <laughs> God, like they're so like, is this the? Do you have the password for the Wi-Fi? Like, oh my God! Like, he, he has to constantly remind me that okay, I I get it. You know, you grew up poor, and it's like, <laughs> why do you have to he, constantly remind me? Well, you tell him that. You know, it's, it's a lot of the back in the day. We didn't have this, you know. That's what I signed up for. Oh, let me see how this watch party is going. So, it's guys, if you just tuned in, um, this is Saturday Night Live with with Claire and I on the podcast. 
our first ever live show. And thank you guys so much for, for joining. This is episode 90. Um, in December, it was episode 18. Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah. That's, I think all, you, it was, that's all you. Yeah. Um, well, part of me wants to be like, no, it's all them, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have done it without um, my listeners. And so if you're, if you're, if you're listening to this, um, thank you very much. Uh, we're not wrapping up by any means, but you know, give me a, give me a fucking five star rating on iTunes. That'd be really cool. <laughs> even though who Gosh. the fuck listens to this on Apple podcasts, but follow this on Spotify, man. And you can listen to the three other talks that I've had with Claire. She's obviously my favorite guest to have on. Um, it's kind of like a tie. I feel like between you and Fiona. Father of the year. Father um, of the year. I would say like it'd be fun to take calls or something. Oh my god, fancy pants. Uh we'll do that next time. Yeah. I we'll... think that'd be fun. Whoa, I just got a text from someone. Uh how are you? Need anything? Finally got on Facebook and saw you live. <laughs> hey JP. Not not that JP. Oh, okay. Different JP. Um <laughs> thanks for reaching out. We're we're good, you know? Um, everybody, here's your homework. Watch the Coen Brother movie Fargo. And you're going to get to the end. And you're going to see a wife and husband in bed. And they're real toasty and warm. And their relationship is just so fucking cute. <laughs> and uh, Francis McDormand says, you know, we're doing pretty good, Norm. Thank you. Oh, I love you, Margie, or whatever the fuck he says. And <laughs> and that's us. Like, Claire and I are, we're doing pretty good in spite of the end of the world. Like, in spite of the apocalypse, man. Like, we're we're doing pretty good. Um, Brian Kern says, we showed feet on ours. Are you guys going to show feet? What do you mean? They showed feet. They oh, showed Brian, feet? Brian did a podcast with him and his uh, his girlfriend. So. Did you like my feet? Like, my bare feet? Yeah. Hell, Brian, so you showed feet on your podcast, huh? <laughs> I have to say this. Knives has pretty It smells good like Doritos real fast up in no, here. No, that Knives has pretty decent feet for a guy. Okay, can you look into the camera and see that? <laughs> it's, isn't this recorded? Yeah, but can, I want to just cut that part and play it on loop. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. I'm going to blow people's minds right now. Why? <laughs> I don't want to show my feet. I, should, I, did this I didn't know we were doing this. Hey guys, so Brian, oh, so Brian's like, we showed feet on our podcast. You guys showing feet? Well, guess what? You're right. I am. <laughs> Look at that. You were saying, Claire? I said you you had good feet. Yeah, I know. I know. Can't can't get that. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Look at that. Somebody's gonna sell this, you know. Look at that. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like I have general low self-esteem. But then I got to just take a peek at these bad boys. Show them your nails, your your on your hands. Oh, my fingernails? Yeah. So Knives is a bad habit of biting his nails and he stopped. I stopped in somehow. November and I've kept it up. No, no, this is too close. Can you see your feet? No. I wasn't prepared for this. Sorry, Brian. I kind of feel like we we didn't live up to our end, and um, I kind of feel like you're getting ripped off. 
So I apologize. Unexpected turn here. But um, I do got to say, you got some feet, baby. You got some <laughs> close-ups. Look at them toenails. Mm. Those are good. I feel bad for just the the, the audio listeners because they're missing out. So <laughs> you really have to, uh, just one more time, just because I know people are like, did you screen cap that? Um, look at them bad boys. Look at them. Mm. Got to get that in focus. There we go. I know. Okay, we're going to lose people here. So I feel like there you have it. <laughs> for everybody, for all my faithful listeners. No, those are not Elijah Wood's feet. God. They're mine. You're welcome. So did we answer any anybody's questions? No, I think we should do that. Okay. My sister had not a question, but she said we should do a love is blind review. Okay. Let's do let's start with that. Okay. I feel better now that <laughs> the world has seen the truth. Oh gosh. And they know what's up. So um yeah, you're welcome, first of all. Um Love is Blind. On Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I'm not a, I'm not a, I didn't grow up on reality TV, let me just say. So I'm not a big fan of, I didn't, I didn't watch the real world. I didn't watch. Um, oh yeah. I didn't have, we didn't have cable, so we didn't watch that. Right, right. And so I, I, I don't, I don't like Survivor, the amazing race, which always sounded like super racist to me. The amazing race. <laughs> it's like, ugh. I don't like, I don't like those vibes, but, um, um, and so I'm not, I'm not a big, um, reality TV show guy. Like what's the other one? Um, the bachelor, get the fuck out of here. Oh no, I no, don't like that. I do like reality TV, like the TLC ones. Yeah. I like, or uh, like hoarders, intervention. Yeah. You know, t trash TV. Um, mm -hmm. but we did watch, we also watched the circle, which is kind of a weird show. Mm -hmm. We watched love is blind. Mm -hmm. It was so ridiculous. And so you know, I thought I'd give it a shot, and I thought it was fine, but I was entertained throughout. Um, I, recommendation for Netflix, make these things 25 minutes, man. <laughs> Get, I'd rather have 20 episodes, 25 minutes, than 10 an hour-long episodes. They're too fucking long. They didn't have their... They're I too just, long. I just realized they didn't have those shots, like the aerial view and the... No, they had drone shots. Mm-hmm. No, I don't mm -hmm. remember them. No, they totally did. But I thought it was great. And so I guess I, I, I wish I had more to offer on my review. Just that one blonde girl. Oh, gosh. Who was so cringy. Um, <laughs> so sad. I loved yelling at my screen just like how disappointed I was at just how pathetic. But they, the camera loved her. Like they loved her. Right. She had so much drama. And it's like, mm. Mm -hmm. She had we all drama. knew where it was headed. Mm -hmm. And so that 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 was fun. Like I liked talking shit. Um, I'm surprised people got married, man. Yeah. It's like, why does anybody want to get married? Answer me that. Why does anybody want to <laughs> get married? I don't know, Knives. Like that's disappointing. So other than that, um, Claire's right. You're going to lose people. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, William, Glenn, Russell. How how many birthdays have you had? You said there's no reality TV when you were growing up. Oh, there was. I guess like I didn't watch any. 
Yeah. Because I didn't have MTV. I don't yeah. know why you didn't. You had? Did you have cable? Yeah, I had. I had. I figured it out. Your mom still has cable. I'm. Yeah, but we got it late. But oh, we figured it out eventually. Um, that show was fine. Um, I just don't like how. It was just so uncomfortable when they're like, "Will you marry me?" It's like, oh. <laughs> we just fast forward all the way to oh, the to the like, I do's. That's so gross. <laughs> like asking someone you've never even seen. Thirty days, yeah, it was like thirty days. But they, but they. But just, also, like, I felt like they didn't even ask important questions, or maybe we didn't. Maybe we didn't see it. Right. You know. I could see that. Like, no. Someone asked us if we're still in Austin, and I'm just replying yes. Oh. And the yeah. watch party. So, um, uh, yeah. So just to answer your your sister's question, yeah. So I'm gonna go back to a few that we were asked. Thank you guys if you've made it this far. Um. <laughs> Friend of the show, one of the coolest people I've ever met. The guy inspires me every day with his wicked, wicked, wicked talent. Guillen asked us, if you could gain one trait from each other, what would it be? Oh. You go first, because I already know what mine one is. One trait? Yeah. Um, I would say, I, I mean, I don't know how to word it, but like your, I guess like your speed Mm. How quickly you can start something and finish it? Like what? Start something like if you, and finish? You said you just got like 30 videos and you, you mm. did it in like an hour. And I'm oh, like, yeah. you should have spread that out for the week. <laughs> <laughs> like now you're left with nothing to do. Yeah. Um, like that. Like mm. quick. Like I already know how to do it. And I guess like it's your experience, skill. I don't know oh, what to call nice. it. That's nice. That's nice of you. That's really cool. Um, that's a good I, question. Yeah. I tr- I try to be prolific and like, I like the reps. I like, um, the net of things, mm-hmm. you know? So like, as far as speed, um, like I'll bring the flowers at the door. They might not be, um, 10 out of 10 out of 10 out of 10, which some people are like perfectionists. Like they'll take forever on a thing. I'm more like, here you go, you know, so I can bring you the next thing and bring you the next thing, you know, like that. Right. Um, but before you know it, Knives Monroe has delivered 50 things. Right. And I feel like that's more valuable than let's spend 50 days on one thing. Like, I don't got time for that. Right. Okay. Who does? <laughs> There's some people that are like that. Like, I like the Stephen King approach of like, yeah, he drops a new novel every year. And 10 of them are fucking well, masterpieces. Also, it, I think it's part of like, and you, 50 of you them are stick trash. to the one thing. Yeah. And that, that, uh, that's also helpful. I got the one thing for sure. Um, I, my, you know, you have so many traits. Um, my favorite, okay, I'm going to change my answer. Well, I have two things then. I love how organized you are. Okay. You got the calendar, you got the, you write Google lists. Sheet. Yeah, I got Google everything. sheets, you're fucking nerd. I love that. I feel like I can learn that. But one thing that you have is you don't procrastinate. No. Like you're, if someone says, "Hey, this thing's due on July fifteenth," I mean, you don't do it July fourteenth, like it, me. <laughs> no, I mean, it also like depends if I if I because I kind of already know how long something will take mm-hmm. or how much time. So it's more time management. Like if I know it's due on a certain date, oh, I need to do do it starting this day. Yeah. So it could be procrastination, but no, I, you but, do not procrastinate. How many times do you have to tell me, "Hey, did you do this thing?" A lot. Did you make that phone call? Did you a email lot. that guy? Did you check the mail? 
Did you, you didn't check the mail today? No. And you didn't look for the trash can? I did look for it, <laughs> but I gave up because I couldn't find it. Um, <laughs> why does it got to be like so difficult? Somebody <laughs> took it, obviously. But um, yeah, so I love how you do not procrastinate. If I had that skill, you know how dangerous I would be? It would be game fucking over for the world if I just didn't procrastinate. Like a part of me knows that I do rest on my laurels and I hate that about myself sometimes. Like I know if, cause I respond to pressure and if I have 36 hours to finish something, it gets done. There's like this law of finish lines of like, if you know you have two weeks to do something, you'll do it in two weeks. But if you know you have one day to do something, you do it in one day. Okay. So it's hard. It's almost like counterintuitive for me to, if I'm given an assignment and you and you tell me it's due ASAP, I'll give it to you ASAP. But if you tell me it's, eh, it's due in Is a week. Is that what I have to do? <laughs> Is that what I have to do? Try it out. Because I guess it's true. Like if I say, hey, call this person or make that phone call, but it's like, you it's, just leave it. It's a law. Yeah, like if there's not a, a, a timeline on something, then okay. I'm just like, twa. Are you looking at comments? Yeah, I got, I have a couple. Instagram and Facebook, yeah. No, yeah, but there's like no, a no, Facebook no, no, no. The, 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 watch don't party even, thing. Yeah, don't even worry about that. Um, oh, okay. So another question. Um, J.R. Molina, friend of the show, who's been on the podcast three times or so, and he's due for another one, um, asked us, would we have another kid? No. Yeah, I think that goes for... That goes for both of us. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Hard no. Yeah, I think hard no. Um, but for <laughs> but if you want to know why, um, my reason why is it's just so hard for a human to give birth, and it takes years to really recover from that and get your mind, spirit, and body back. And then meanwhile, you have a baby like that's very needy. And I think our family would find the, a, a new baby delightful. And I yeah. think Fiona would love a new younger sibling and all that. Um, but I, I would I don't want you to go through that. Right, right. And it, it does take. It's just too I mean, difficult. It, pregnancy. Fiona was OK. Like being pregnant was OK. Um, emotional roller coaster. I do have like some condition where I'm. Like the third trimester, I'm just itching all over my body, super uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't go away until the baby's out. Yeesh. And so that's one of the worst things. Um, mm -hmm. You know, then you're, I'm just uncomfortable. I lose sleep. And then you never really get sleep afterwards. Um, yeah. And it does take a while to bounce back. Um, yeah, big time. I and like two years, it took me like two years to really like, Get, get your it, brain back. Get it together. Yeah. Um, it's so, hard. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Matt Musselwhite says the leather jacket looks sexy. That's cool. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> so Serge asked us, how are we handling not going insane um, during this quarantine time? Well, I think work. I mean, I still work. Yeah. So we work I'm in upstairs. different rooms. We're definitely, that is the key. Because I need a lot of noise. Like, I need the TV on, minimum. I need, like, a podcast or music on at the same time. And I'm ignoring all of them. Yes, yes. 
And I'm so I go into the office every day, you know, go into the office every day and it's like super quiet. And I think everybody at work is okay with that, because if you're not, you just put headphones on and ignore everyone. Right. Everyone can just kind of listen to something. But there's no there's no like chatter and there's no background noise or music. And it's just so quiet. And I like that. Mm -hmm. Um and so I just go upstairs and work in the bedroom and that works for me. It's and I easier. come down for lunch. It's easier that way. And we also have kids that distract us and that are very needy, you know, and... Um, but they're doing good so far. I mean, it's been a week, but like... Right. They're it, old enough to FO, so... Yeah, they can go do their own thing. They're autonomous humans or FO, as Claire says. <laughs> um, my friend Wes Jordan... Oh, ask the deep question. Um, and I'm going to ask it the way I, I read it. Okay. When two people love each other, uh-huh. really love each other, but they just can't get it together, when do you get to that point where enough is enough? Okay. So we, we, you kind of answered this on the last time we did this together in December, and I don't want to steal your thunder, um, but do you know where I'm getting at? No. Um, which is asking yourself, <laughs> oh. would I date me? Oh, okay. I feel like in a relationship, you have to change yourself first and make yourself better before you quit on that person or, or tell that person to change. You have to better yourself. And if it doesn't work with that person, then the next person, you'll attract that person. You'll get like, you'll be your best you. Exactly. Yeah. To, well, to add to that, also like, yeah. So it's like, would I date me? And it's like, you know, my first initial response was like, ew, no. I, to me, it was like, I would just be with, I'm, I would be with me just to have fun and pass the time. Right. And then I changed that. And I think once you start building some kind of like confidence or self-esteem in yourself mm-hmm. and you want to better yourself, mm-hmm. you start to have these standards of like, well, I'm not going to put up and you know, I'm not going to put up with this, this and this. Yeah. And you kind of, I feel like you have to do that at the beginning of the relationship. Like I'm only going to accept, not accept, not say like, Hey, I'm only going to accept this type of person or this type of behavior. But if this person acts this way, mm-hmm. um, you kind of have to have that standard but also like pay attention to red flags. Yes. Um, like if you say like, um, okay, like I'll say like an ex, right? Say they, I was with them, but then, you know, they told a lie, right? And I, and I caught them, mm-hmm. right? I kind of have to keep that in the back of my mind. Yeah. of like, okay, well, that's just something I'm going to pay attention to in the background and see if it happens again. Yeah. If it happens again, well, then... Then it happens again, and then, then... That's a red flag. That's a red flag. Yeah, and you have to ask yourself in the beginning, like, how many red flags before you're out? Yes, in the beginning, yes. You, you have, have to, to say, tell like, yourself that. This What's is, the deal breaker? Yes. I think you have to go into a relationship thinking that. Can I can I quote one of my favorite BoJack quotes? Okay. Um, it's when... It's in season two when he's dating Wanda, voiced by Lisa Kudrow, the okay. owl. She's an owl. Um, when BoJack is dating her? Yeah, he dates her for, like, the whole season. And then um, Diane moves into the apartment and he's, she's just, just like, can you kick her out? And he doesn't. And then she's just like, and then he's kind of like, you know, I'm an asshole. This is what you get. You know, like you knew this, right? That whole thing. Like you knew this. You knew who you, I was. You knew who I thing. was. 
And then she says to herself, this is the line. She says, um, when you're looking at everything with rose-colored glasses, all the red flags just look like flags. They just look like flags. Oh. And I'm like, oh, that's such a good line. It's hard to see the red flags when you're that's infatuated. Good, yeah. When you have the rose-colored glasses on, they just look like flags, right? And so that's hard, you know, but you have to know yourself, yeah. you know, um, and name your price in the beginning for sure. So, damn, Wes, that was a good question. Mike Med asks, what new skill do you hope to learn during the quarantine? Um, for me, I want to learn. So I've been, last year I learned. You're brushing up on some skills, you know. No, yeah. I learned Adobe Photoshop, Illustrator, some other program called Powtoon, Mm -hmm. um, which I've outgrown. And it's like making videos. Um, so I want to learn Adobe Animation. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that was the one that I kind of... Oh, and and I've learned Adobe XD, which is a lot of UI, UX design, like designing a website or mobile app, Mm -hmm. um, but just the design part, nothing on the back end, because I don't know. I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So pretty much the Adobe animation, which seems really fun. Yeah, that's cool. I want to like... Now I think they're offering like 50% off some of their stuff. So th- there's yeah, Adobe, I think it's Animate, um, that's normally like $50 a month. I mean, you can make like cartoons with that thing. No, yeah. I mean, luckily my Adobe account is from work, so all you. I get all of it. All you. So I'm super taking advantage of the free stuff, free Adobe that I have right now because shit's expensive. I want to get, and I've been wanting to do this since the beginning of the year. Um, and I answered 2020 with like, <laughs> I think we all did. This was supposed to be like the year we get it together. Of the dragon. Of the, no, no. Like good thing. I re- I mean, not that I don't have a, things planned, but this was supposed to be our year. I did say, I, I did tell my mother-in-law that we were going to get married this year. Now it's yeah. like, mm. mm-hmm. yeah, well, I she, mean, we still can, right? She, but she probably forgot. She didn't it's forget. Good. It's all good. Um, <laughs> I, but I want, I've been saying this, but I want to get into writing. I, I used to write all the time, and I don't know if I was ever good, but I used to do it a lot, <laughs> and uh, I just enjoy doing it. So it's not a new skill, but I just want to strengthen that and, and take my um, verbal acumen and try to apply it into written word, which is more like minimizing, right? Because yeah. I talk too much. But yeah. to put it into like mm, seven words, uh, I want to get better at that. So that's that's kind of that counts as a as a new skill. And so here's the final question and I I'm curious. I'm going to I'm going to put this on you. Um my friend Pete Dryden asks, "What are some inside jokes you and Claire have? The ones where they've become so a part of your chemistry together that you can't imagine them not being there?" Oh gosh. I don't know if we have inside I don't think we jokes, have inside jokes. But That's more like answer. sayings. Like, okay, so what are some sayings? The only one I can think of is shut the fuck up. Oh, that's yours. Yeah. That's the way you say it. It's the way, how do I say it? She says it real, real Donna, real, <laughs> her ethnicity. Do on, it. On her shoulders. Real shut the fuck up. <laughs> real valley, real chola. 
Valley oh girl. Oh my gosh. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, we have a lot of sound bites in this house for sure. Um, that we spam quite a bit. Um, my favorite one that I've been saying a lot lately is me or her. Right. Me or her. <laughs> That's a good one. And there's only me and Aiden in the house as far as like males go. So there's a lot of hers. <laughs> so it comes up a lot is what I'm trying to say. Um, but that, yeah, that was the like the last question that I thought was interesting. And so thanks for everybody for, for reaching out. Um, if you've made it this far, let me know in the comments. Let Claire know, tag her um, at Kiki Monroe on Facebook. And let, let us know if you made it this far, you know. Uh, I know we wanted to go about an hour, um, but we were 15 minutes late, so here we are, an hour and 15. Wanted to make up for that. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. This was fun. Episode 90. That's fun. Nine zero. We should do something for 100. We should have a cake. What? You just want to have cake? <laughs> I just want to have cake. My birthday's on Monday. We'll have cake. We'll have cake then. Maybe. We probably won't have cake. Why? You don't want a cake? We're going to FedEx a cake? No. Where are we going to get cake I from? I could make a cake. I've got flour. Oh my goodness. Okay. You have flour. So we'll be fine. Also, I'm not a cake guy. Uh, what do you want? I, I'm not a cake guy. What do I want? Um. <gasps> what oh nothing i'm waiting for my fiverr funds to come in i did this project like a fucking month ago and my i never got paid story of my life um but so uh what do i want <laughs> what were you talking um, about? <laughs> my birthday um hmm the, the, what, what i want isn't edible Okay. No, I'm saying. No. Okay. No, I'm saying. Okay, we're we're going now. Okay. Oh, we're going now. Um. <laughs> Gosh. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you guys. You know, a lot of feedback. People are still here. What so are they saying? I can't, I'm waiting I can't for read that oh, far. oatmeal cookies. No. What? Oh my god! I was going to make oatmeal cookies. Ew. I have to say, I made empanadas this past weekend. I made a huge batch of pumpkin empanadas because the bakeries closed at H E B. So good, and I've. I'm good for a while now, but I pitched oatmeal cookies and nobody wanted them. Sorry, I'm not a big oatmeal cookie fan, but um, well, I make them anyways. Oh, you know what I want? If I could indulge. Yeah, it's your birthday. Do whatever uh, you dude, want. Dude, Rocky Road ice cream is. Oh, yeah. That's okay, cool. we'll look for some. That's cool. I like that shit. <laughs> I like that shit. It's good. I never never really eat it so a lot, of, nice. pe a lot of people you know i asked like what I, next thing i should make people said like tres leches and i don't know what the other like mm -hmm. banana the banana pudding yeah pie or something yeah no i can't have i, I can't have milk stuff yeah, so no dairy for her i've never had tres leches yeah i don't know what that tastes like i've had cheesecake before yeah it's really good it is good so thank you guys so much for for <laughs> <laughs> for listening um i had a good time this was cool we'll do it again episode 90 um a lot of people said they were they made it this far um brian is about to go on with his girlfriend so maybe we'll say hi yeah that'd be cool love you guys keep a force filled around your heart we'll catch you next time bye that was fucking fun that was fun that was fun we gotta do it again <laughs>